At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Craig Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we've got a tremendous three hours coming up for you as we saw a great day of football on Sunday. And we're going to recap some of it, but we're also going to turn it forward to week five along with Monday Night Football because. We got a good matchup that's going to be coming up between the Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. So we're going to be talking about that and so much more. And we've got plenty of guests to help us out along the way. It's Dave Tooley. He does amazing work at the network, taking a look at darn near every market that you are able to bet on, on the face of planet Earth, everything from basketball to baseball to football. We're going to be chatting with them. What we all saw on this NFL Sunday, what we've been seeing as well in terms of baseball a little bit as well, as I know that he's got a few plays for Monday. So, we're going to be joined by him in about 15 minutes. You're able to follow him on Twitter at A View from Vegas. Dwayne Colucci, he does tremendous work over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. He is the he is the director over there of Race and Sports. He is going to be joining me in about 30 minutes. We're going to get a behind the counter view of what we saw from a Sunday that, well, hopefully you didn't have your team in the lead going into the fourth quarter because it felt like every team that was leading going into the fourth quarter slash covering the number, well, they did not come through. I will be hitting upon that in a minute or two, but they're going to be coming up in our number one. Our number two, professional poker player and the 2020 Westgate Super Contest champion, David Baker, is going to be joining me. I'm going to recap this week. We're going to turn it forward to week five with him as well, and then we got a little bit of roundtable action happening in our number three. Megan Payton does an absolutely tremendous work covering the game of football, and then Albert Wynn, you know him better as analytics capper. 
They're going to take a look at what we got in week four. And also with them, we're going to be taking a look at a conference that it just has not gone well for them. That would be the AFC West in which, I mean, the Chargers, they were able to get the job done against the Houston Texans. But certainly that conference as a whole has left a little bit of something to be desired. And that leads us into what we all saw on Sunday. Anyone that was like me that was in like the circuit millions, you had bets in general, if you were in Survivor, what have you. Well, if you had a team going into the fourth quarter with a lead, especially in the early portion of the day, in the late portion of the day, it felt like things were a little bit less volatile, although you had certainly a lot of intrigue when it came to that Patriots versus Packers game in which a guy by the name of Bailey Zappi was able to give you a little bit of a jolt of life, which... That's always fun to say, but if you had anything in that early window, and I personally will tell you right now, I had for my Circa Millions place, I went 2-2-1. Two, two and one. I had the Minnesota Vikings in the early portion. I was fearing that that might go down in a fire heap of smoke. That got there. We were able to get a push with the Baltimore Ravens, but one that I felt deserved a little bit better. The Cleveland Browns were a big, giant letdown at the end of that game. The Pittsburgh Steelers were a big, giant letdown, and then we were able to get there late with the Las Vegas Raiders, so that was one that made me happy. So we turned out overall 2-2-1, two, two, and one. and when it came to the 2-2-1 two, two, and one that I got, the win that I got with the Las Vegas Raiders was probably the biggest hold-on-to-your-butts moment of the entirety of the day because with the Las Vegas Raiders, they were only up by two points with a few minutes remaining. They punch it into the end zone with Josh Jacobs, so they're able to get that one home, but... I mean, if I were to take a look at it, I probably deserve that win a little bit less so than, in my opinion, the Steelers game because with the Pittsburgh Steelers, it played out exactly how I thought it was going to. I was just pretty much fading Zach Wilson, and for three and a half quarters, that was looking really, really good. And then Pittsburgh threw in there a guy by the name of Kenny Pickett, and unfortunately for anyone that backed the Steelers, he lived up to his name as he got picked three times, so... I mean, at the very least, we could say who he is, and it's always funny to be able to make that joke, but for Kenny Pickett, he technically went 13-13. The only problem was three got completed to the other side, and that was one that it went down very, very hard, and what I think is so important when it comes to taking a look at all these results that we got from Sunday is not just take a look at whether or not you won or lost. You want to win every bet, absolutely. The goal is, if you've got 100 bets, say you go 100-0. and 0. If you've got just 50 units out there that your return on investment is 100% or greater. Some It might be a little bit less if you're laying big chalky favorites just because you're not going to get the same return as you are going to be getting the lay, but still you want to be making as much money as humanly possible. But when it comes down to it, you have to take a look at what happened that led to your bet winning slash losing. I do think that there are times in which you downgrade a team that cashed a bet for you and vice versa. A team that didn't come through for you you upgrade them. Now, I talk about that Pittsburgh Steelers versus the New York Jets game. I'm not going to be upgrading the New York Jets based on what we saw. Very impressive that the young man and Mr. Wilson was able to put together a very good fourth quarter, but also Zach Wilson didn't play the world's greatest game. He completed 50% of his passes. He had two interceptions. Really up until that fourth quarter, it was a really, really bad outing. I think he started out the game 8 of 24. This wasn't said a downgrade of the Pittsburgh Steelers because Mitchell Derbisky, he looked bad in the first half of the game. He gets benched for Kenny Pickett, and then Kenny Pickett comes in, and he threw three interceptions. 
Really can't go much worse than that. And he also fumbled. I believe that that was one that the team recovered themselves, but not what you want to see there. In terms of the game between the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings, one that I was able to get in on because I had the two and a half. Anyone that took the number just before kickoff, that was a little bit brutal. And if you're up at 6.30 a.m. Pacific time like I was out here on the West Coast, well, good to see you as well because that is a little bit of an early kick time when you're out here out West. But in that game, I was honestly a little bit more impressed by the New Orleans Saints because the Red Rifle and Andy Dalton, he was, well, soured upon a little bit based on his time with the Dallas Cowboys. And then he came out and he looked competent. I'm not going to go out here and say that he put up like a top five quarterback performance or anything like that, but you know what? He utilized Chris Olave well. He was able to take what the defense gave him. He was able to throw for over 200 yards. He was able to complete over 60% of his passes. That's exactly what you want to see. And I think that this is very important. I'll utilize one of my baseball plays that we saw on Sunday. I was on the over in terms of the New York Yankees and the Baltimore Orioles. It's at my nine-day streak of not having any of those DK Nation plays lost because I took the over in this one. When I published it, it was seven. It closed at seven and a half because you were just seeing a whole lot of hoopla with a lot of pitchers. And I'll be talking a lot more about that in hours number two and three in that you've got just a lot that is going on if you're betting on Major League Baseball the next few days. Would not blame me if I want to sit it out until the postseason because it can be rather difficult to gauge who is all going to be pitching and who all is not going to be. But, I mean, I had the over in that game. The game lands 3-1, to one, which you take a look on the surface, and it's like, man, only four runs were scored. It looks like a bad play. And then you dive in a little bit deeper, and you realize the teams went 1-19 of 19 with men in scoring position, including in the first six and a half innings, going a combined 1-17 of 17 with men in scoring position, stranding 19 men on base. If you were to go back in the future and you tell Greg, hey, you know what, Greg, you're going to have this game in which the total is going to be between 7 and 7.5. Seven and there is going to be 19 at-bats with runners in scoring position with Chichi Gonzalez and Kyle Bradish, a pair of guys with north of a 5 ERA getting the start. You'd probably be like, yes, absolutely give me the over. And sometimes the execution is out there. You see it in darn near every one of these sports. Like, let's go back to the Cleveland Browns game, for instance. They had a chance inside the five-yard line to punch it in, down by three points. You're thinking, all right, even if they don't punch it in, they're probably going to be able to kick a field goal. We'll be able to go to overtime. And, well, the play calling was not necessarily the world's greatest on that drive. I don't necessarily blame them for going for it, but would have recommended probably a little bit of a different play. And the Cleveland Browns, they are unable to get it done as they go down in a fiery heat by kind of 23 to 20 to a Falcons team that was able to surge late in this game and credit where credit is due. Yeah, Tyler Algier do a solid job for the Atlanta Falcons as a little bit of a fill-in running back as Cordero Patterson was a bit banged up in this game, so he had to take on a little bit of a bigger role, so I have to give him a little bit of an upgrade, but it's just always so fascinating what we see in the NFL, and in the NFL, it does feel like it's about as open as it's been in a very long time because the number one team in all the sports books in terms of odds to be able to win the Super Bowl and many people's power rankings, number one, including my own, the Buffalo Bills. I do think that they are the top team in the NFL. They barely skate by against the Baltimore Ravens, 23-20, to 20, the final on that one. As for the Buffalo Bills, it was looking very bleak early. They were down by a count of 20-3. to three. The Ravens were really getting things going. J.K. Dobbins, he puts up a couple of touchdowns, so a big dimension that was not there for the Baltimore Ravens last year. 
he turns out to be that guy that they were hoping that he would be. And for Lamar Jackson, just made a few mistakes with the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen did not have his A game. You have to wonder how much he spotted itself coming off of that game against Miami. Had a little bit to play with that, but he was able to execute late. He was able to do it on the ground as well, which that is one thing that I'm taking a look at with the Buffalo Bills. I do think that they need to get a little bit more from their running backs in Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. We can always nitpick and try to see how these teams can improve and where they're doing a great job. That is the one thing that I do think that the Buffalo Bills can improve to become a little bit more of a powerful team. But Buffalo, they are able to survive in advance, get the job done. But you just take a look at some of these teams that are 3-1 and one compared to some of these teams that are like 2-2 two and two and 1-3. and three. And I mean, a team that's 3-1 and one right now, the New York Giants, they certainly are not on the same level as the Buffalo Bills, a Buffalo Bills team that they have the exact same record, but obviously they have looked significantly better and they have played against better competition to this point as well. As a matter of fact, both have a mutual opponent in the Tennessee Titans. The Buffalo Bills made the Titans look like they were hickory instead because they completely spoke them. Meanwhile, the Giants needed a missed field goal at the end of the game to be able to get it done. So we are starting to gather more and more data points for the for these teams as Eagles, they're your lone undefeated team right now in the NFL, but I do feel like it's very, very open in terms of what we're going to be getting this NFL season, and to help us be able to decipher all that we are getting in the NFL, and so much more, we've got a great guest list, and betting in the leadoff spot tonight is going to be Dave Tooley. Tooley does an absolutely amazing job here at the network, taking a look at so many trends that we're seeing, and I know he's got some Week 5 NFL plays. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes, Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. On tap for us next here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Get in on the football action this season with Hulu Plus Live TV Football Extravaganza. Compete for free for a share of $55,000 in $55,000 in a two-way to predict what'll happen in three college football pools. Then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests and on over to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL now to play for free. Hulu Plus Live TV, like cable, only better. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions, they do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network, and we're being joined by Dave Tooley. He does amazing work at the network, taking a look at darn near every market that you're able to bet with all the trends and so much more. And Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Yes, but the NFL is, is still king, so that's a, <laughs> is obviously the big focus today. And, and obviously um, another exciting day started at uh, 6.30 a.m. here in Vegas at the, the London game. So, yeah, it's been a long day. But the dogs, 8-5-1 and one against the spread uh, again today. Uh, but, you know, a lot of the uh, popular plays also came in. Uh, the, uh, the Westgate uh, Super Contest Top 5 Consensus went 5-0 and oh against the spread. And Circa went four and one with the Steelers being the only loser. So, um, yeah, kind of a kind of a mix of results there for the books. Yep, it is sort of a mixture there. But one thing that did stand out to me as well is that we had unders just 
completely take over the first three weeks of the season, but we saw some overs today. We saw some more high-scoring games if you're looking at London as a primetime game, which I think that that might be as far away from primetime as humanly possible, but it is certainly a standalone game. It started with an over there, and then as we know, in that Chiefs versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, there was all sorts of scoring, and I did expect there to be a little bit of a rebound in terms of overs, but it felt like this was really the day in which things wound up evening out just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but I mean, it, it didn't swing too much. I mean, yeah, the overs overall were 86 on the day, and then yeah, if you consider that the Thursday night game stayed under, um, they were only 8 and 7 for the week. But but no, the the unders bounced back a little bit. Uh, overs, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, overs bounced back a little bit. Uh, unders uh, actually dipped below 60% on the season. Like like you said, they were off to a hot start. They're now down to 36, 26, and 1. Uh, 58.1%. So, yeah, like you said, we're going to see it uh, bouncing out a little bit here. Yep, and I do think that it is going to be interesting to see how this goes the next few weeks as well because with how many unders that we saw towards the beginning part of the season, you knew that bookmakers were going to be seeing or were going to be making a little bit of an adjustment, and I feel like we have seen that adjustment in the lines as well as we're seeing a lot more totals that we're going to put it at like a 42 or less at this time of year compared to last season. So shall be interesting to see what we get on that front as well. And then when it came to underdogs, you mentioned it. We saw a bunch of them come through, and it really has been a good year for the underdogs. And I attribute a lot of this to, yeah, the Buffalo Bills. They are that number one team, but even they have shown that they've got some vulnerabilities. And it feels like just the difference between the top team and the bottom team in the NFL right now, it's about as slim as it's been in a relatively long time. I'm not sure if you'd agree slash disagree, but it just feels like all these teams week in and week out are very competitive. I definitely agree with that. I, again, I've, I always believe that parity is alive and well and has not gone away whatsoever. And, you know, today, you know, I mean, you just look at the Lions. Um, again, they were a favorite today and, and uh, they lost. But uh, when, when they're when they're a dog, they, they they've been money. Even though you know last year they were three three thirteen and one straight up, but they were eleven and six against the spread. Um, but, uh, today, the both the Texans and the Jaguars, you know, again who have been down for you know the last half dozen years pretty much, except when Deshaun Watson was playing well with the Texans. But the uh, you know the, they nearly both covered, but they ended up not covering. But they they were they're they're still competitive week in week out it seems, more, more than people give them credit for. Yep, you mentioned the Houston Texans, a team that is 0-3-1 straight up, but against the spread, they've already got multiple covers this year as well, so they certainly have been a little bit of a pesky bunch. And then taking a look forward to the last game that we're going to have for week four, that'd be the Monday Night Football game. The Rams and the 49ers are going to be doing battle with the Rams, a one-and-a-half point underdog, total on this game, 42-and-a-half. Did you end up doing anything with this game? Um, I, I didn't play it straight. I, again, I, I think it's pretty much uh, a pick them between the Rams and the 49ers. It should be a coin toss game. So, uh, yeah, I, I do have some teasers that are live to the Rams plus seven and a half. And uh, for my first pick for week five, I'm going to use the Rams plus seven and a half and do a two-team six-point teaser uh, with the Lions uh, to tease them from plus two and a half against the Patriots up to plus eight and a half. I like that strategy because I do think that this is going to be a very close game. I could see this one landing on a field goal. So being able to get north of a touchdown either way, I do like that. And what else I think is interesting is taking a look at some of these games for week five. I know that you're someone that you like to fire in on these games early. Gauge how sort of these 
lines that get posted towards the back half of week number four into week five, how they progress and be able to take an early number. And I know that you've done that with the largest spread on the board between the Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are currently a 14-point underdog. We just mentioned it. It feels like the difference between the top and bottom team is about as slim as it's been in a very long time. And I wouldn't consider the Steelers the worst team in the NFL, but they aren't necessarily far from it. And I think that you agree with what I said a little bit earlier because you're taking a look at the underdog. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, last Sunday when we uh, when we did this segment, uh, one of the plays I gave you was the Patriots plus nine and a half against the, the Packers because I thought that line was overinflated too much, even if Mac Jones was going to be out, which he was. But uh, we ended up betting that plus nine and a half and also got a plus ten and a half uh, early in the week. But so same thing here. I think this this line is overinflated. The Bills uh, opened as a 13-point favorite. They were nine and a half, only nine and a half on the advance line. And, and now it's up to 14 at both the Westgate and Circa uh, here as we're talking Sunday night. And, yeah, the, the Bills, I mean, they've let, their last two games have been really close. They lost to the Dolphins, and they uh, had to go to overtime to beat the Ravens. Now the Steelers aren't as good as the Dolphins or the Ravens. But, yeah, I don't think there's a two-touchdown difference here. I mean, I think, you know, if it's Kenny Pickett, he has you know, a full week with the first-teamers. Uh, I, I think uh, you, you know, they can they can put up a fight. The Steelers' defense uh, usually shows up. You know, they, they they let down against the Jets and got the loss today. But uh, yeah, I think just you know, two touchdowns is uh, is too much to lay in almost any NFL game right now. And you mentioned that you gave out a few lines like this for Week Four when you were joining me at this time last week, as they were just getting fresh on all of these books. And how about if we just take a second right now and reiterate how important it is to be taking a look at some of these lines right now because I think anyone that had the Minnesota Vikings this week against the New Orleans Saints would completely agree that taking a look at lines maybe not even Sunday night but just throughout the week Monday Tuesday and the Wednesday being able to get some of those numbers very very early because as we know a lot of the money it pours in on game day is just so paramount and I do think that it will make the difference between perhaps a winning year and a losing year for a lot of betters. Yeah, and if you can get ahead of the market, that's that's really the key. Because yeah, that uh, that Vikings line it was two and a half for a good portion of the week, and the, like you said, it was, it was two and a half in the contest as well. So those betters uh, won when it, uh, the Vikings won twenty eight to twenty five in London, but the, the closing line was Vikings minus four. So the books the books definitely got middle there for the the late betters that took the uh, the Saints uh, plus four. Yep, I absolutely think that it is very important taking a look at these lines right now because I think that a lot of time the best numbers that you can get, that you can get a lot of them, they are the first numbers that you see like you're getting right now. And I know that there's another game that you like involving a team that we mentioned a few minutes ago. That would be the Houston Texans. They're going to be taking on the Jaguars. Jaguars are a touchdown favorite at home. I like what I've seen out of the Jaguars, but we mentioned it. Even though the Houston Texans don't have a straight-up win this season, they've been able to do some solid work against the spread. They covered each other the first two weeks, and it seems like you're on something that I like, taking the Texans, getting plus seven. Right, and the, the yeah, I agree with you on the, on the Jaguars, and again, I'm, I'm probably going to be on them many times as dogs the rest of the year. <laughs> But then they shouldn't be a seven-point favorite here. And this, is the, and this is the same situation where I talked about where, you know, the Lions have been so great as a dog, but then you put them in the favorite role today. 
And you know, they they can't be expected to to cover a margin even against a team like the Seahawks, and they ended up losing outright. So yeah, I don't think the Jaguars should be seven points here. So yeah, I think grabbing the Texans now. I would imagine this line would tick down to like six and a half. I, I'm not sure if we'll, you know, I can't see it going through the key number of seven. So I, I think the time to buy that is now. And Dave, we've got about 30 seconds and we've talked a lot about the NFL, but I know you're taking a look at the Rockies versus Dodgers game with a Mondo number. Take me through this one and what you like. Yeah, well, the Rockies snapped their seven game losing streak uh, today. And uh, so this is a, what, what they call a swagger play. So they're feeling good about themselves. I mean, they're obviously playing up the string, and the, uh, it's not the best pitching matchup, obviously, Jose Urena against Tony Gonsolin. But, uh, yeah, the, the Dodgers aren't, aren't playing for anything, right? So uh, I, I think the Rockies can stick around. It's plus 280 for the game. Um, last, last time I looked for it on the air, there wasn't a first five line up, but uh, I'll, I'll be looking at betting in first five as well. Well, Dave, I'm going to be plugging my nose and playing the Rockies with you, <laughs> and I always appreciate the time, my friend. Thank you. All right, great. Have a great week, everyone. Always great to have Dave Tully aboard. And coming up next, we go to the Rampart and talk with Dwayne Colucci here on VSIN Esports Bank Network. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Or in Colorado, call 1 800 522 4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The temperature might be cooling off, but fall sports are a heating up on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers because new bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets. When you make a first-time deposit using the code SPORTS, go to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, being joined now by our good friend over there at the Rampart, Dwayne Colucci. He is the Race and Sportsbook Director there. And Dwayne, it is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me on the program, Greg. It is great to have you aboard on all these Sundays because... This was a very rambunctious Sunday. We saw some very interesting results. I know that some public plays did get in there, but we also did see some teasers get crushed, especially with that game involving the Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. So how did things go at your book over there this weekend? Yeah, it was a rough weekend, Greg. I'll be honest with you. You know, Saturday wasn't too bad. We had some good outcomes in the college, uh, you know, on the college slate. But this NFL was uh, very difficult, I tell you. And when you don't have such a big lead going into those afternoon games, which we didn't, you face a lot of liability and teasers. Now, you're you're right about the Tampa Bay game. That did help a little. You saw uh, Rampart and South Point open that game at Chiefs minus three, and the game closed Tampa minus two. 
too. So you do uh, knock down a lot of Tampa Bay teasers, but there were a lot of favorable outcomes in the afternoon, especially with Arizona and Las Vegas destroying us. You know, finally the Raiders got home, and the public definitely sensed a lot of backing uh, and a possibility to win here. So that definitely was a game that we uh, took our lumps. Uh, Dallas, too, that was another game we had a, a decent handle on Dallas, which definitely hurt as they were able to dominate that game. And there were a few others. I mean, there were some favorable outcomes, naturally. The Jets, once again, coming through for us, and uh, the Colts just playing terrible now. Uh, it just seems that they're not prepared when they get out of the gate, Greg. They're so far behind before the game even starts and then trying to play catch-up. And the public has been backing them, especially after last week's performance. So, you know, there was some favorable outcomes, but mostly the public did well on this Sunday. Yep, and out of all the teams that you've seen, who would you say is the biggest disappointment to really the negative? Because I would say that it's the Indianapolis Colts, a team that I thought was going to be able to win their division. I thought that they were going to be a 10-plus win team this season. For the Colts, they've just been putting up stinkers all year long. I'm not sure if you've got a team that's been a little bit more disappointing, but this has been very strange. No, definitely. It's been the Colts, and uh, you hit the nail on the head. You know, outside of Las Vegas, everybody's disappointed in the Raiders' performance and how they've started. You know, know, maybe Arizona, but today they started to right the ship really late. But definitely the Colts are so disappointing, and I I point my finger at that coaching staff. You know, it doesn't seem like Frank Reich has them prepared at times, and they definitely are behind the eight ball in most of their games. Their offense seems stagnant. Taylor's fumbling and, you know, big – uh, you know, opportunities when they get closed down. So they have to rein that in. And they definitely were a 9-10 to 10 win team, but not now. It's looking like a totally different, uh, you know, ball game for that team. Buffalo, they, they definitely bounced back. That was big. I mean, if they would have lost, that could have been a big disappointment. But they came back there, Greg. That was a, a total credit. Josh Allen is the real deal. And uh, definitely so far the biggest disappointment, in my opinion, I agree, is the Colts. Yep, and even though Josh Allen didn't have a great day throwing the ball, he was able to get it done with his feet. And then how about if we talk about America's team? That would be your favorite team, Dwayne, the Dallas Cowboys. As They win another game with Cooper Rush. If you would have told me after you saw what happened week one, Dak Prescott going down, that the Cowboys would be 3-1 and one right now, I'd be quite surprised. But how have people been betting this team for one and two? Just how have you been viewing this team? Because Cooper Rush has gone out there, and he's sort of been like, If you go to a fine restaurant, he's been the guy that you just need to not spill the soup, and that's far he's been able to do so. Yeah, and he's aging like a fine wine, right, Greg? I mean, you know, it's so it's so interesting the way the Cowboys manipulate their ball games. And after week one, everybody, I mean, uh, social media was blowing up that the Cowboys were done, looking at possibly no victories. And now you're seeing a 3-1 team, and that defense is just amazing. And today, it was a perfectly called offensive game. Zeke was involved, you know, even though he only had about 70, 80 yards. They were important yards. CD got the... Uh, you know, definitely going 97 yards and a touchdown. And Cooper Rush played fabulous. Defense is there. That pass rush is amazing. I mean, when you're looking at a 13-3 to second half, they just shut the commanders down. Wentz only had 170 yards. Gibson, 49 yards rushing. Dallas's defense is here. And they definitely have to play hard because the Eagles are hungry. They're the only undefeated team left, Greg. Unbelievable after week four that we only got one undefeated team. And it's in the same division as the Cowboys 
And who would have thought that the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles would only have two losses thus far? So they're betting the Cowboys, but there's a lot of leery gamblers. You saw the line didn't move too much, but a lot of teasers and parlays and money line parlays. And I'm so glad that you bring up the Eagles because they are the only 4-0 team. And how has liability been in terms of them on the futures market? Because I know coming into the season, there were a lot of people that, especially as it went along, I would say after the NFL draft, during those summer months, it felt like there was more and more people that were buying into the Philadelphia Eagles. And typically when it comes to these chic teams that they get a lot of steam during the preseason, Typically, they don't necessarily come out so great. I'd still take a look at the Eagles from many years ago when Vince Young called them the anti-air quotes here, dream team. The only thing that was a dream was being able to cash a ticket on them because they weren't able to do any of that. But this year, it's been the exact opposite, and this team has lived up to the billing and then some. Yeah, definitely, Greg. And it's very important the way they played this weekend to keep the winning streak going. And we have seen some good, uh, you know, uh, backing in the futures market, especially when Dak Prescott went down. You have to make a lot of adjustments. Then people felt that the Eagles were definitely the front runner. And it's going to be important moving on uh, the strength of schedule, how they play out against the division. You have to remember Dallas already has two key divisional wins, and we're going to see when they match up. You know, they still have two games left against each other, and the Eagles definitely have some strong backing. Jalen Hurts is the flashy quarterback. He's the guy now that everybody's focused in on uh, Sanders had a huge game 134 yards and two touchdowns and AJ Brown has added that extra dimension to the Eagles offense and the defense has played solid I mean I got to say Lawrence made some big turnovers there that interception and then the fumble on two consecutive possessions which definitely took them somewhat out of their rhythm the Jaguars are a much improved team and definitely tested the Eagles and that's why I say this game was so important this week for them to get by and to stay for and and ahead of the Dallas Cowboys and, uh, you know, the Giants. It's amazing that the Giants, I'm saying this, because I really thought they were an inferior team. And you see Daniel Jones had, what, 75 yards, Greg, this week. Their, their offense is focused on Saquon Barkley, and that's one-dimensional. So I still think Dallas and the Eagles are the best teams in that division. And the Eagles are now a front-runner, actually, in the NFC's future market and taking a lot of backing. Yeah, and if you take a look at who the Giants have played thus far this season, I think that that 3-1 and one is a little bit of fool's gold and a little bit of a credit to, shall we say, a little bit of a soft schedule as well. But this is not a soft game for the of these teams. As Monday Night Football, it is going to be featuring the Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. Not a lot of movement in terms of the line. In terms of the total, it certainly has come down. It's now right around a 42.5. This has dropped by right around six points, depending upon where you got the opener at. But with regards to San Francisco Giants, they open up right around a one to one and a half point favorite. They have stayed there. What sort of action have you been seeing on this game? Because just from everywhere I look, every place that I take a look at, it feels like it's a pretty divided split in terms of those that think that the Rams slash the 49ers are going to be able to pull it out. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you, Greg, normally when the Rams and 49ers play, you get great two-way action. And the 49ers have beat them six straight in the regular season. We know all that. And Jimmy G is definitely going to have to step up after last week's performance. You know Stafford has all the weapons. Cooper Cup is just amazing. I mean, this guy needs to be double and triple teamed at times. The running attack is starting to get going with Akers, Henderson at times, you know. But definitely, this is going to be a tough fought matchup. Rampart has it at one and a half. 
42 and a half the total at both the Rampart and South Point, like you said. Difficult game to handicap. We're getting two-way action. We opened it at two, the 49ers as the favorite, naturally at home. And uh, we're seeing slightly more Ram action. But going into this game, like I always say, there's a liability on both sides because you have the teasers and the parlays that are kicking in from the Sunday afternoon and night games and even the morning games. A lot of people tie into the Monday night game and you have parlay cards and, you know, we have our fabulous Sunday-Monday cards. So there's a lot of action on this game, Greg. And uh, I'm anticipating a great game. I think maybe I, I like the Rams slightly. I think they're the slightly better team this year just because San Francisco was worried about, uh, you know, starting Trey Lance and now you have Garoppolo in. He didn't pro- perform all that well last week. Let's see how he is at home. He did not perform well last week, but a man that performs well every single week without fail, that is you, Dwayne. It is always a pleasure to have you aboard on this program. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thanks for having me on, Greg. It's always a pleasure. It is always great to get Dwayne on the show as he's one of the most friendly men that you're going to find out here uh, in all of lovely Las Vegas. And coming up next, let's continue the NFL chatter and let's dive into that Monday night game here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find the right design, color, and size perfect just for you. You'll find VEASAN hats and even VEASAN coffee mugs all in our online store. Just go to VEASAN.com store and order now. That's VEASAN.com store. Check out the new betting splits feature on VEASAN.com before you place your next bet. Every day we post the latest splits with the percentage of bets and money on teams and total for each game. Track which teams are seeing the most tickets written and if the public action matches the money coming in on those games to give yourself an edge. Betting splits plus live odds, line moves, power ratings, and game analysis makes VEASAN.com the place to visit before you place your next bet. That's VSIN.com. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. VSN Hockey Season Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch. Plus, three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey betters and those a little bit newer to the sport. Give yourself an edge of season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. By the way, speaking of that guide, I took a little bit of a look into it. I'm not much of a hockey better myself. I really get into NHL. When it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs, I'm more of a casual guy, but... Andy McNeil did a terrific job with it. I mean, that thing is comprehensive. He went through every single team. That gets the Greg Peterson seal of approval. So he did amazing work there, just like, I guess, in the last few segments did, as well as Dwayne Clucci, just an absolutely tremendous man over there at the Rampart Racing Sportsbook, one of the friendliest men there you're going to find out here in the city of Las Vegas. And then we had Dave Dave Tooley. He does amazing work here at the network. 
taking a look at darn near every single market that you're able to bet on. Those two men, they joined me in the last two segments. A big thanks to them and all made possible thanks to the wonderful work of everyone behind the scenes. The show says the Greg Peterson experience, but it takes a team to be able to make this dream work. Tonight, we've got Brian Ortega filling in in the producer's chair. He does amazing work. I know that he does a lot of our weekend football shows. So those of you guys that like everything that we do here on the weekends at VEASAN, Brian plays a very big hand in that. And tonight, he's only getting down on the Greg Peterson experience for our wonderful producer, Jason Kahn. You've got Dakota because he does all the technical directing, everything that you see on screen. If you're watching on VEASAN.com slash any of the wonderful providers that provide VEASAN, he is responsible for that. For those of you guys listening on radio, Taylor gets me set up on audio. That's why you're hearing me so clearly. Now, sometimes I might say something that doesn't make a lot of sense, but you're able to hear it very well, and that is thanks to Taylor. And we also have Brendan. He does great work remotely for all of us. He is outside the state of Las Vegas, but he makes sure that everything is running very smoothly. So all these guys, they do tremendous work. What else is tremendous is taking a look at some Monday Night Football as it's one of the harder games for me personally in a handicap. I'm sure that many people can relate, but we're going to try to unearth a little bit of money on this game as we go with the LA Rams and the San Francisco 49ers game. This is a total that has settled in at 42 and a half with the Rams being a one and a half point underdog. And you're really able to make the argument for both sides. When it comes to the LA Rams, they are one and six against the spread in their last seven against the San Francisco 49ers. It's been a case in which Mr. Kyle Shanahan has just completely owned this L.A. Rams team. Meanwhile, with the L.A. Rams, I do think that they've got a little bit more talent in this spot. I do think that they need to get Cam Akers going a little bit more. Many that were owners of Cam Akers in fantasy, I raised my hand as one. That's about as far as I'm going to go on my fantasy team because nobody wants to hear about that. But those that had him, it's not going so well. And you expected him to be a big-time factor for this team. And... And just as up in the case thus far, and for the Rams, they just, I feel like they need to run the ball a little bit more in general. Yeah, Daryl Henderson Jr. only get four carries in that game against the Arizona Cardinals. So it was able to work out in that one, but I do think that there needs to be a little bit more balance, especially with Matthew Safford having a little bit of an ailment, and he's still dropping back, throwing it nearly 35 times per game. Meanwhile, for Jimmy Garoppolo, it's all about kiss. You're wondering, oh, why are you bringing up kissing on the show? It's because it's keep it simple, stupid. That is exactly what the San Francisco 49ers need to do because I mean, even with some of the ailments that they've had on the ground game, Jeff Wilson has really stepped up. The young kid from North Texas has been able to do a solid job being able to rip off right around four and a half yards per carry. This is a 49ers team that they do a great job up front on both sides of the ball. And that's what you've got with this 49ers team, a team that they don't need a quarterback that go out there, sling it 35 times or anything like that. They just need someone to be competent. And Jimmy Garoppolo has already shown that. And Jimmy Garoppolo has already gotten the San Francisco 49ers to the Super Bowl. And legitimately, it should have been two Super Bowls in three years if it wasn't for a dropped interception, ironically enough, against the LA Rams in the postseason last year. So Jimmy Garoppolo, very much a capable guy, not a guy that's going to go out there, run for a bunch of yards or anything like that, but someone who is going to be a big-time difference maker just in terms of the way that he is able to handle the moment, which I feel like is the big upgrade that you get over Trey Lance. Meanwhile, on the flip side for the LA Rams, still a very good defense in my opinion. You've got Aaron Donald, who in my opinion is just the best defensive player that you're able to find in the NFL. If you try to push back with someone else, I am not going to argue with you, but I certainly think that we can all agree that this is one of the top guys that you're going to find out there. 
Now, you do want to be checking in on the status of some of these defensive guys as well. Someone like an Eric Armstead he is a little bit questionable for the San Francisco 49ers. He missed last week, so we shall see if he's able to suit it up because he is one of the more valuable men to that San Francisco 49ers defense, but you know that that defense is going to come to play. And for the LA Rams, really aside from the back half of that game against the Atlanta Falcons, they've been able to do a solid job on defense. Yes, they did give, a, give up quite a few points in the second half against the Buffalo Bills, but for the Buffalo Bills, very understandable to give up points against them. And for the San Francisco 49ers, I mean, the defense, it has been there all season long, giving up 19 points or fewer in all three of them, which is why we have seen this total completely crater. It has went from 48 down to about 42 and a half. And if you're a little bit leery of taking the total, because I personally still like the under, but man, if you're trying to take a look at this total right now, you missed the boat because you were able to a little bit earlier in the week just get better and better numbers. And this total has just went down, 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 down. And I think that it's the correct move that it has went down just the way that it has. But I do still think that you've got a lot of value taking a look at something like the player prop market. And that's something that I don't necessarily do a ton of on this show. But if you're taking a look at some of these props, I do think that you've got a little bit of value, especially in terms of perhaps to throw an interception because our good friend Matthew Safford is quite good at that. If you're taking a look at DraftKings, Right now, the odds for Matthew Stafford to throw an interception is minus 115 both ways. You're pretty much banking because the over-under is a half, so you're banking on whether or not he will throw an interception. It's minus 115 both ways. I'd be taking a look at the over there. Jimmy G, he's even money to throw an interception. I'd be taking a look at the over and that as well because I do think that both of these defenses, they are going to come to play. Jimmy Garoppolo is someone that sometimes he turns the ball over a little bit. Sometimes you have Matthew Stafford certainly get into a little bit too much of gunslinger mode as well. One thing I wouldn't want the under on is something like Matthew Stafford passing yards. That's at 250 and a half because if you do find the Rams down, say, 14 to 7, 14 to 3, you go into the fourth quarter in a low-scoring game, you could still get over that number. So that's one of the unders I would not want to be taking a look at. I don't necessarily want it over, but I'd be taking a look at other things like sort of how the team is going to be able to move it on the ground because with the LA Rams, I just pointed it out a little bit earlier. This is a team that they sometimes sell a little bit too much on the ground. Cam Akers, his rushing yard prop is currently at 43 and a half. A little bit of juice on the under, but I don't know if Cam Akers is going to get enough carries to even approach this. Sure, he could bust off one big run of like 20 plus yards to be able to push it over. I wouldn't necessarily bank on that. Meanwhile, when it comes to when it comes to the flip side for the San Francisco 49ers, I do think that they're going to run the ball a little bit more. Someone like a Jeff Wilson at 54 and a half. I think that that's a reasonable number. And I think that that's one that you could get relatively solid value on for the over because with Wilson, he has seen a little bit of an expanded role because of the Elijah Mitchell injury. But in the two weeks in which he's been the main guy, he has carried the ball 30 times. He's been able to put up 159 yards. I think that he should be able to get over 60 yards in this spot. So I do think that that would be a relatively solid over to take as they will do a very nice job for this team. But I do think that when it comes to this Monday night football game, you're going to see not necessarily a lot of scoring as we know that there's a lot of guys with terms of any time touchdown props or anything like that. I would not be looking at any of those. I know that Cooper cups really gets jacked up and that's one in which it's like, yeah, you know what? We are going to be declining on that. As a matter of fact, Cooper Cup, anytime touchdown scores at minus 110. Yeah, that's one that you can take a look at. It's unfortunate that a lot of books don't post up the no. Where I sit at at Circa, typically you can get a lot of yes, no props. And 
that would be one in which if you're able to get a minus 110 on the yes, or you're able to get something like a minus 110, minus 115, something like that on him to not score a touchdown, that's a bet that I would absolutely love. But I do think that that's an ordeal where you take a look at it and you just decide, you know what? No, thanks. I am good, as I don't think that there's a lot of value in terms of that market. But I do think that even at 42 and a half, if you haven't dove in, that's what I'd be taking a look at in this game. I do feel like it's a rather coin toss game. I would probably rather take the Rams money line rather than taking a point and a half just because I don't think that this is a game that's going to be landing one and you'd be able to get a little bit of plus money there, but not a lot of conviction. I personally have not bet that. And then when it comes to the total, I do like it under. And then when it comes to our pro tip for this hour, and we do one every single hour here on the network, you're able to get them as a VEASAN pro subscriber, VEASAN.com. So I subscribe. When you take a look at the wins and losses in terms of your bets, look at the context of it. Sometimes you have to upgrade teams that lost for you. Meanwhile, sometimes you have to downgrade teams that got a win as well. And you got to be taking a look to see, all right, did I make a good play or not based on the context of the actual result? Coming up in hour number two, going to give you guys my DK Nation pick for the diamond here on Monday here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.